It's the Fast Line on 101 ESPN. Saturday night, you got Blues and Wilds. First preseason game for the Blues. And on the call will be Chris Kerber and our next guest, Joey Vitale, who joins us via the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line. Joey, I think congratulations are in order. You got a, you got a new a new little one. What is it, uh, seven, eight now? Uh, Twelve, got? I think. Twelve? Yeah, it's, it's a baker's dozen there, Stoltz. How you guys doing? <laughs> uh, yeah, it's been, it's been a good summer. I, I know I know people need COVID to to end for a lot of different reasons, but uh, I keep getting my wife pregnant with all the time being home. So I do need it to end pretty quickly. We just welcome our fifth, our second during the pandemic, and we need this to end, end pretty quickly. Congratulations, by the way, Thanks, to, to both you, you and your wife. Joey, have you considered watching television or reading a book? <laughs> I mean, I'm picking up a magazine, right? Well, I'll be careful with that one. Yeah, well, yeah, that's true. Hey, I tell you what, I, I do need to pick up a different hobby, but uh, yeah, there's a lot, a lot of alone time and uh, cold winters. What, what can I say, fellas? What can yeah. I say? I mean, you're only human, Joey. I get it. Trying to keep each other yeah. warm. I got it. Hey, uh, it. Joey, as the season as the season gears up, I wanted to ask you who's the who's the player that you feel as though that could have a surprise season for the Blues? Um, you know, surprise. <sighs> I guess surprise season, or maybe maybe I'll lump that into who needs to have a big year. You know, I, I mean, obviously you need you need Colton to be healthy. I mean, you need Bennington to kind of get back to his 2019 form. Uh, that's without saying, you know, the, the player to me, Anthony, that I think that really uh, really could make a huge dent in making this entire team a completely different look uh, is, is is Tory Krug. You know, I think that you you saw him in Boston, uh, the elite player that he was. Heck, I play I played against Tory Krug for quite some time and. I mean, I'll never forget the Eastern Conference final back in 2013. And he, he, he literally just he took over the game. Everything he did was with so much confidence. And he, he really was that just elite defenseman back there that controlled the tone and the pace and the tempo of the game. If, if he can get somewhere near that, that elite form again, I think that's going to give so much strength to that left side on the back end, which, of course, they need, as, as we all know. Uh, you look at Justin Falk, comes in his first year. It was a really, really unfortunate year for him, and look how he's bounced back in his second season. We're hoping that Tory Krug only being a part of one team with the Boston Bruins and last year being his kind of new fresh start, maybe that was just a one year he had to get underneath his belt like Justin Falk, and he could be the guy – this year, that Doug Armstrong signed that great uh, that great contract a couple of years back. Joey, another guy back there uh, that is, you know uh, hasn't had a first season yet, but it possesses a lot of the same qualities as a Tory Krug, and we'll see where his future ends up. But Scott Perunovich has created quite a buzz throughout his, his prospect camp at Traverse City. And we talked about this yesterday a little bit. It's prospect camp. He's not in there against everyday NHLers or veteran guys who are going to make his life miserable at times. But this is a young man that has those abilities that you're talking about to potentially one day control a game by moving the puck and the way he handles a puck and run a power play. Is there any scenario where you see this young guy, you know, maybe even starting the season with the Blues? And if so, what role could he have? I mean, it's a fair question, you know, uh, Rivs, and I think that, you know, I know a lot of people say, oh, it's just, it's just rookie camp, you know, you give it some time, it's prospect camp, but still, like, to me, it, you're not going to be able to shine a main camp if you can't shine a prospect camp. I mean, to me, this is just one step. It's just one step in the right direction, and, and you look at prospect camp, and you look at what he's done up in Traverse City, that's so important for his development, because now he's coming into main camp. He's going to be sitting alongside Colton Preco and Ryan O'Reilly, and he's already going to be feeling good about himself based off of what he just did in Traverse City. And that's just going to breed confidence for him to continue 
into main camp. This is a perfect team for him to slide into that, that left shot defenseman role because Vince Dunn just took off for Seattle, right? I mean, we'll see where Tory Krug is to bring Tory Krug back in the fold, where he will be back on that kind of power play setting. But Scott Perunovich, to me, I mean, listen, he's got the Hobie Baker. He's got a lot of confidence from college. He's a feisty kid. He doesn't stand all that big. Uh, there was one game I think Keith Kachuk saw him play a couple years back when he was at Minnesota Duluth. I think he actually got into a scrap. I'm not sure if they dropped the gloves, but he's got a little bit of good good bite and bark to him, which I think is going to play really important to kind of Craig Berube style of hockey. Uh, a terrific kid um, from the Midwest, and I think a lot of kids just really, really like him, like being around him, and he's got the skill set to do it. So I think there's going to be opportunity there right out of camp. Vince Dunn being gone, again, with Tory Krug, we'll see where things are at. I can see him kind of running that second power play unit. And Doug Armstrong and Craig Bruby just saying, hey, go go get it. Just be you. Do your thing. Um, make plays on the power play like you did up in Traverse City. I think you let all defensemen and power play assist. So just go out there and be you. And let's just see how things kind of shake out and see how things roll. But I think for this situation, for the defensemen we have lost and how we're kind of rebuilding the back end, it's a perfect opportunity for a guy like Scott to come in here and, and perform and perform very well and eat up a lot of minutes for the team. Joey Vitale joining us right now on the Fastlane on 101 ESPN Blues analyst for the Blues Radio Network 101 ESPN. Joey Vladimir Tarasenko, how do you how do you envision if he's if he's still on the roster come game one? How do how do you envision this process playing out inside the locker room? You know, I, I think it's going to be fine. Like, and, and I think he will be here. And and you know, I keep going back to this, and, and I think it's important to point out, you know. If Vladimir Tarasenko was going to be disruptive to this team, do you really, does anyone really think that Doug Armstrong would be keeping him around? I mean, Doug Armstrong's focus is the team, right? And if there was going to be a distraction where the team wasn't going to be able to perform, I don't care if he was offered just peanuts for Vladimir Tarasenko. He would have to move him because of what's best for the team. So with that being said, Vladdy's here. He's in great shape, and I think he's going to perform well. He's a professional. I think he's going to handle his business accordingly. I think everyone around him is just going to go, want him to go out there and score goals like he does. And I actually don't think it's going to be that big of a distraction at all. Again, I go back to it because then Doug would have moved him by now if it were. You know, for fans and people, you know, keep in perspective here. You know, he asked for a trade, Okay. Everyone asked for a trade. Heck, I asked for a trade. Rivs, you had to have asked for a trade at some point in your uh, career. I, I shot mean, a puck at Mike Babcock to assure myself of a trade. <laughs> you know what I mean? Same thing. I mean, heck, I was playing for Pittsburgh. We were an elite team every single year, but I feel like I wasn't, you, I wasn't being used properly. So I called my agent. I said, I, I want out of here. Right? Everyone does that. Heck, Buchnevich, when he was in New York a couple of years ago, the new Russian we're bringing in, he asked for a trade. Dan Quinn said, no, we're not trading it. Go figure it out. So – the idea of him asking for a trade, it should not be that big of a surprise. And it's actually not that big of a deal. Now, how he went about it, maybe maybe looking back, um, his agent and things could have gone a little bit different. But the fact that he just asked for a trade, I, I don't see where it's a bit of an issue. But uh, I, do, I do look at Blatty. Um, I look at the fact that what on paper, what has he said, what has he publicly made comments about, that he would like to have take back? Probably nothing. I mean, w- when did he say that I hated Ryan O'Reilly was the captain? When did he ever say that I hate my role here, I want out of here, I don't like this coach, and I can't stand the way he, he coaches me? Or play? He, he never said those things. So I think a lot of it is just blown out of proportion. A lot of it is just the drama that's swirling around it. I actually think that maybe 10% of it's kind of true. I think if you ask Vladdy who the captain of this team is, he would say Ryan O'Reilly. So a lot of these little stories are kind of stirring around. I think people would be surprised by how little – uh, factual information there is, and I think it's not going to be much of a factor coming to camp and then starting the season. 
Joey, one of the things that uh, that I loved about the offseason, and it just happened recently, was the Blues bringing back Tyler Bozak to just to solidify that forward group. What is it about Tyler Bozak that uh, that makes him so valuable for the St. Louis Blues team, specifically this upcoming season? Well, you know, a couple things. Uh, first of all, the off-ice presence. You know, we, we all know how important that is. It's, it's not a fluffy thing you just say. Uh, we look at what happened with the team when Alexander Steen stepped aside. I mean, Alexander Steen was such a role guy, such a kind of grandpa father figure for the young guys, kept guys accountable. If young guys stepped out of line, he was the first one there. Young guys were around Alexander, and they kind of acted differently just from his presence and his kind of veteranness into the league. I think Tyler Bozak is going to bring that to this group when you're looking at Kairos and Thomases, still young guys that still need a little, maybe a little bit growing up to do and a little bit of grooming along the way. Scott Ferrimich, another perfect example. Tyler Bozak provides that for you. He's won a Stanley Cup, played multiple years in a Canadian big market. He understands the league. He understands the preparation. And uh, that's the off-ice stuff. I mean, on ice, look, he's a third-line guy that's going to be a good, structured, predictable person right in the middle. You're going to know every night what you're going to get out of him. And we know not every player is like that, you know, especially the younger players. I mean, heck, some, some, some games last year, Jordan Cairo, I mean, he looked like Rocket Richard, especially at the beginning of the year. No one could stop him. And then he kind of goes, goes silent for a couple nights, a little bit of inconsistency. And that happens with young players. But Tyler is one of those guys, he's structured, he's right in the middle. You know exactly where he's going to be every time on the breakout. He's low, he's slow, right in support for that winger. He's a winger's dream coming out of the D zone. He's going to win faceoffs on that right side. He's going to be at the center of the ice. He's going to defend from the inside out. And he's just a guy that Craig Berube is going to pat on the back of the jersey and say, go out there and do a job. He's going to feel confident knowing that number 21 is going to step over the boards and do that. So with all that being said, a good predictable guy right in the middle, a good veteran presence off the ice, and this was a great signing by the Blues. Joey, we know you're busy. You have to be. So congratulations on the on the newest baby. Give your wife our uh, our best. And no, don't do that. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. Hands on myself. Here yeah. I am. Just, just, just wave hi to her for us. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to get one of those megaphones. Honey, good night. Love you. Look, we're going to become pen pals. I think we're going to do the there pen There you pals. go. The just for a little while. Just for a little hey, while, yeah. Never, never too busy for you guys. Love what you guys do. You guys got such a great show, such great personality. Keep it up. Looking forward to the conversations this year. Yeah, same, Joey. Thank you very much. We're looking forward to c- conversing with you throughout the course of the season. Thanks, buddy. We'll see you. Thanks, guys. Have a great day.